Welcome to the Gospel Reveal Podcast. I am Michael, your host and teacher. Here at the Gospel Reveal Podcast is the place where we inspire you to study the Bible and for you to grow in your faith. We've been looking at Old Testament characters and today our focus is on Moses. And so the title of the message is The Unusual Choice of Moses. Hey everyone, we continue with our Old Testament characters and today we're going to look at Moses, the unusual choice of Moses. John Maxwell once says that life is a matter of choices and every choice you make makes you. And I agree with that. You see, the choices we make in our lives will actually determine how our lives will go. And we're going to see how Moses made a choice that totally transformed his life. I want us to look at Hebrews 11 verses 24 to 27. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward by faith. He left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is in Vincible. Here we see a unique account of Moses' life. So how did it come about for Moses to be the son of Pharaoh's daughter? How come Moses was associated with Pharaoh's daughter? And here he's telling us that he refused to be known as Pharaoh's daughter. Well, we need to go back to the account. You know, Pharaoh was the most powerful king of the known world at that time. And Pharaoh had a powerful army. But then the people of Israel were in Egypt. Few hundred years early, they moved into Egypt during the time of the famine. It was only 70 of them that went in with Jacob. But over the years, God blessed them. They were growing as a people. They multiplied. As a result of that, Pharaoh hated the people of Israel. God was blessing them. They were flourishing. And so Pharaoh made them slaves. He was oppressing them. But then he took things further to a point that he wanted to control the population. And so he came up with a plan. He commanded the Hebrew midwives to literally kill the male children. He wanted them them to actually die at childbirth, to kind of have some kind of stillbirth. But the Hebrew midwives rejected that. They feared God. They had faith in God rather than Pharaoh. And so when Pharaoh noticed that the Hebrew boys were being born, he came up with another plan. So he told every Egyptian to throw Hebrew kids 
Hebrew boys in, on the river Nile. And that was a horrific plan. And so Moses was one of those Hebrew boys born at that time whose life was preserved by the Hebrew midwives. Moses' mom kept him in the house for three months and then she released Moses in a basket. That's where we have the famous Moses basket in the river Nile. But then Moses' mom said to his older sister Miriam that she should keep an eye on Moses. And so Moses was released down the river Nile and there Moses had an encounter. Moses met the baby Moses met Pharaoh's daughter. So what was she doing? She was having a bath. She was having a bath at the river Nile and there she met this Hebrew baby. And she thought that Moses was one of the babies being thrown by her country people. But she had compassion on Moses and so she wanted to take care of Moses. And there Miriam intercepted because her mom said to her, keep an eye on the baby Moses. Miriam intercepted and said to her that I can go look for a nanny that will take care, that will look after Moses. So Miriam went and got Moses' mother, her mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said to Moses' mom that I will pay you to look after him. It was incredible. So Moses' is mom was paid for looking after his own son but also Moses was safe from all the dangers at that time and so a mom took care of him and maybe when he was a bit older I don't know maybe around six seven eight or nine he was taken to the palace and there he grew up as a prince he had all the privileges all the great education as a prince and so this is how Moses came to be adopted by Pharaoh's daughter. But then here we read that Moses doesn't want to be known to be the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Why was that? Well, Moses grasped something really incredible. Pharaoh wanted him dead, but God preserved his life. That's right. You see, Pharaoh's daughter didn't adopt Moses because she actually liked him or went looking for him. It was just because of God's care for Moses. So God preserved Moses' life through the Hebrew midwives, but also Moses' mom, the faith of Moses' mom. And so God's providential care preserved Moses' life. And so as a result of that, Moses made the unusual choice to refuse to be associated with Pharaoh's daughter. Even though Pharaoh's daughter has brought him up, given him all the privileges, he refused and made the unusual choice to be mistreated with the people of God. You see, Moses would have taken the easy choice. He would have went the easy way with all the power, the adulation, and the pleasures. And here the Bible says the pleasures of sins. The pleasures of sin. You see, sin had to do with pleasure. And actually, sin is pleasurable. That's why we like it, don't we? But the truth of the matter is, 
It doesn't benefit us. You see, sin doesn't give us happiness and joy. Rather, sin takes us down a road that leads to death and destruction. And so Moses grasped this reality. And that's why he made the unusual choice to be mistreated. In other words, to suffer. But why did he do this unusual thing in the first place? Why would someone do such a thing to suffer rather than have pleasure, have comfort? Well, Moses had a vision. In other words, Moses had faith. You know, in Hebrews 11.1, it says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. And so, you see, Moses was looking and he saw something. You know, and this thing is substantial. Substance of hope. You see, biblical hope is not wishful thinking. Biblical hope is based on the promises and character of God. That what God says he will do. And that was what Moses based his life on. That was what Moses believed. And the evidence of things not seen. He believed in the invincible. You see, he had all the physical things in front of his eyes, the choice to make, the comfort, the reality of Egypt, all the treasures of Egypt. But no, 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 he saw the invincible. And that's what it is to live by faith, to walk by faith, not by sights and emotions. Moses grasped this reality. And he made this choice. That's why he chose to be mistreated. Because he saw the reward of Christ that that outweighed the treasures of Egypt. The sinfulness. Paganism. And even though he lived thousands of years before his Lord and Savior. He chose to be mistreated and to be the leader of his people. He associated himself with the people of God. He was one of them. He saw the reward and he grasped the greater treasure of Christ. But also Moses didn't fear Pharaoh, but rather had faith in God. That's absolutely awesome. And this is something that we can learn from. And here is an incredible verse in Romans 8.18. By the Apostle Paul, it says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. You see, the choices we make should be in light of eternity. That the sufferings of this present world cannot compare with the future glory that is to be revealed to us. You see, it's the Father's pleasures to make us coheres with Christ, to give us the kingdom of God. And that alone should motivate us, should be our anchor to choose to follow Christ, to take up our cross and follow Christ. So do you live your life based on the temporal, based on earthly things or in light of eternity that is something to think about 
You see, our anchor that we have is the gospel. And that is our anchor, that is our hope. You see, Christ, the King of Kings, left heaven for you and I, and he became a man. He lived a life of poverty, but then he died a criminal's death so that you and I will have eternal life, so that you and I will have the treasures of heaven, but not to be engaged with the trivial, temporal pleasures of sin. It doesn't mean that life should not be pleasurable. God is true blessedness and we can find happiness and joy in God. And he has given us a lot of things that we can find pleasure in. But this here is speaking about sin. And sin does promises a lot but delivers nothing. But because of the gospel, but because of what Christ has done for us, we should take up our cross and follow him. Not that you and I will suffer like Moses or like Jesus but the point is is to make a choice that is honorable to God's name and and that means some kind of discomfort sacrifice and that's what it means you know there is an old hymn that puts this well you know the old rugged cross it's by George Bernard, he says, to the old rugged cross, I will ever be true. It's shame and reproach gladly bear. Then he'll call me someday to my home, far away. Where is glory forever? I'll share. That is brilliant. And this is an authentic life to live, to take up our cross and to make choices that honors God's name. And so people, let's live a courageous life based on faith and follow God. And maybe for you is to go into ministry or for some of you is to pioneer something. For others is to give sacrificially. But let's live a life in light of eternity because Christ says we should store up for ourselves treasures in heaven. But as we do this, we'll honor God will live a joyful life and glorify his name. And in closing, we can see in Moses' life that choice that he made, God used him mightily to deliver the people of Israel and he became one of the greatest leader of all time, one of the giants of the Old Testament. And his life was absolutely incredible. If he would have chose to live a comfortable life as a prince of Egypt, we would have not been talking about Moses in this way. And maybe like you, you need to make a choice that will totally make you great in a heavenly way. Thanks for listening and be blessed. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you found it helpful. If you have any question, please email the Gospel Review Podcast at gmail.com. That is the Gospel Review Podcast at gmail.com. Can I encourage you to read Exodus chapter 1 and 2? Also, you could read Hebrews chapter 11. Please rate and review the podcast so that other people will have an opportunity to hear the gospel message. 
Till the next time, thank you and bye.